Have you ever had a photo that you were super excited to share on Instagram, but at the very last second, you decided not to post it mainly because it didn't fit the grid? I think a lot of us are guilty of that, and sometimes it becomes an extra roadblock to one's creative expression. But there are some real benefits to posting photos that match the rest of your grid. The question we would like to try to answer in today's episode is, how important is it to have a consistent look for Instagram, and should you even stress over it? We'll talk about some of the advantages and disadvantages of having everything match and share some insight as to why you may even want to break the grid. So grab your favorite drink, your favorite cat, and let's chat. Hi, this is Chelsea. This is Michael, and we are Coffee with Creators. Come sit with us and let's talk about content creation and all things creative. So welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Good morning, Chelsea. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little better this week than last week. I'm back to my normal amount of children, which is good news. <laughs> normal amount of children. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You had an extra one. I did have an extra one. I'm back to, to two, including my husband. So I guess I do have three. Oh. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, yes. It's. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. I know earlier you heard it, so I'm hoping that it's not discernible right now or you can't even hear it i can barely hear it right now but there's construction construction going on downstairs so you may hear a little bit of noise so don't worry uh everything's normal <laughs> just in case. everything is fine everything michael's is fine. house isn't being destroyed it's no not yet it may be on fire but it's still fine so still fine yeah it'll be fine chelsea i have a i'm very excited for today's episode yeah me too we are going to talk about having that consistent look and i think a lot of people on Instagram ask this question a lot. I mean, at least to me, I've been I've been asked this question so many times. Like, do you have to keep your grid consistent? It's not even that. Like, sometimes I hear people, not hear, but I see people uh, talk about it. They're like, man, this doesn't match my grid. So for people who are not maybe familiar with that term, would you care to explain, Chelsea, what it means to match the grid? For sure. So... In Instagram terms or in our kind of social circle, matching everything on the grid is just keeping all of your photos consistent, whether you edit them the same or they're kind of shot in the same location or something. It's just so when you're scrolling through Instagram on someone's grid, everything looks cohesive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that's mainly mainly what it is. I think it sounds cooler than what it actually is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, that's very true. It's like having a theme. It's like a theme yeah. to your page. When you look at it, everything matches. Like, oh, yeah, this does belong to this Instagram page. So yeah. it makes sense, right? Like, I think, mm -hmm. do you, I know you for sure match the stuff on your grid. But do you do I it do. actively, Chelsea? Like, do you really think about it or? Not really. I mean, not as much as I did when I first started. I um, Probably I break the grid now more than I used to. Um, it's just I use my Lightroom presets. And so everything kind of always matches mindlessly. It's not because I'm doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, in the beginning, when I started, yes, it was all very intentional. If something didn't look um, like the rest of my grid, I didn't post it. I'd throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah, right. Like me too. Yeah. Like in the beginning, I was I would shoot photos. Like I, I didn't really set out to match everything. Mm -hmm. I was um, looking for my style. I remember that. I remember mm -hmm. posting a particular post and saying, I'm still trying to figure out what my style is. And mm -hmm. I would always get like these inspirations from other accounts that I follow 
And I'm like, man, I wish I could be as consistent as that. But I think as a beginner, like when you, when you're new to the, for in Instagram, like maybe just for me, but I feel like when people are new to the platform, they stress over so much with, mm -hmm. you know, with how it looks, how the grid is going to look. Um, frankly, I think you just let it happen. Like, I mean, for me, it just, I just let it happen. Like it started mm -hmm. to evolve into my own personal style and I, I don't really think about it anymore, yeah. but I mean, that said, it is a topic that people are always asking about and just mm -hmm. wondering, like, how important is it? Well, yeah, which is basically our main topic today. How important is it to have visual consistency for the grid? So, um, yeah, this is going to yeah. be a fun conversation. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. And um, I guess we'll just dive right in. There are obviously advantages and disadvantages with everything in life, but some of the advantages of keeping things consistent on your grid is you become recognizable as a brand. Someone sees your photo on um, like the the search page or, you know, they're just scrolling through and automatically they know, oh, that's Michael. Like I do that with Michael all the time. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, like if somebody had reshared his his photo, I'm like, oh, that's my goal. And so that is a big advantage. Someone sees your photo um, somewhere else that isn't technically on your grid and they can automatically point out that it's you. So yeah. obviously that's good. Yeah. Um, it's aesthetically pleasing to the eyes when you look at something and everything matches, everything is kind of in its place. Obviously that's a good reason to do it. And I think that's why I did it in the beginning mm -hmm. was the same for you, Michael, you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was just, uh, I was obsessed with, um, Chris and Becky. You, I'm sure, oh, you know, you them. follow them. Yeah. yeah they, they have a I very like consistent look and mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish I could find that, that same look. And I think that's what happens when we explore other people's pages. We do look at their entire grid and mm -hmm. we are impressed, right? Like, Whoa, mm -hmm. look at this. This is really cool. And that was definitely for me, um, I'm the case for me, I made it, yeah, I think I posted it and I said, I wish I could match their style. Like I really mm -hmm. like their style and it just made them recognizable. Like you said, like when, I, when I'm scrolling through the explore page or maybe someone reshares a photo, that's Becky and Chris. That's, yeah. I, go, I go like that. And mm -hmm. yeah, there, there are certain advantages to having everything match. And yes, they are very... It's just nice to look at. I mean, you know, to For put sure. it simply, it's just nice to look at. Yeah, I, I do that's, agree. Yeah, that's why I did it in the beginning. Like I said, um, when I was looking at my Instagram page, I'm like, when I would see everything that matched and everything looked really good, it's just pleasing to the eyes. But then when I would scroll to where things didn't match, I'm like, oh, I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> you know, so that's definitely an advantage. And then another one is, I kind of touched on it before, but establishing a brand look. Mm-hmm. Um, and a brand, I think we kind of talked about in some of the earlier episodes, just having things look like your style, I yes. guess you could say. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's like, yeah. that is a Chelsea look. Like, I mm -hmm. think I've used that before. I've said, uh, look at that photo. Oh yeah. That's dope. That's a total Chelsea photo. You know what I mean? That's like if yeah. you would share something and like, what do you think of this photo? I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely you. You've oh, you've definitely said that to yeah, me. Yeah, because you've established sure. that brand look, right? Like that's Chelsea's mm -hmm. brand look, then that's that's cool. So even if uh let's say you were to endorse like a certain product, I can I can tell pretty much like I don't think that's a Chelsea thing, but yeah. you know. <laughs> so I think that's I it, right? That's that's what it yeah. means, like to have a that established brand look, which is good, which is 
also what you you want from from mm. uh, your account because certain companies, certain brands, look for that specific um, almost like personality. And if you have something as established, you know, in 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 your in like visually, I guess. Um, it's easier for for them to identify, like, okay, this is the the style that we like. This is the person mm -hmm. that we like. So, yeah, I agree. It also establishes a brand look. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the disadvantages. I mean, it sounds like matching the grid is like the only thing to do, right? Like, people are probably listening. Oh yeah, then I'll always just match my grid. I'll always just make sure that everything looks cohesive. However. I mean, over the last few years, Chelsea and I have also noticed that there are some disadvantages to doing that. And there are. The, yeah, there are. So I think the first one would be it can easily be overlooked. Like your, your, your pictures can easily be overlooked because pretty much everything looks the same. Yeah. I've, uh, I know you've experienced that yourself, Chelsea. Actually, I have. Yeah, I mentioned yes. this <laughs> a long time ago. He did. He's like, girl, you need to break that grid because everything is looking the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, okay. Let me ask you this, Chelsea. When I remember, uh -huh. um, this was during the, the course of trying to get you to 10,000. Yeah. And I said, when we were wondering like, why does it seem like you're not moving at all? And, and even though we were posting consistently mm -hmm. and I looked at it and I'm like, all right, Chelsea, I think I know why your first few posts or like the last few posts look exactly the same. It's almost like mm -hmm. you're slightly moving the camera or, and you know, when you look at the grid, it looks like the exact same picture. So imagine if you're scrolling through your feed and you see Chelsea's photo and you like it, and then you scroll again, you see her photo again and like, wait a minute, I saw this before. So it gets overlooked. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm For like, sure. I think you need to break the grid, Chelsea. And you did, right? I, you, I you did. did. Yeah, I did. And how that, yeah. um, how'd that go? Yeah, I think I probably got to, to 10,000 fairly quickly after that. Yeah. Um, and I also started showing my face. If you go back, you can probably tell on my Instagram, like it was the same desk in the same area of my office. And then it just kind of flipped. Like you saw my face. I, you know, was taking, um, I was using angles um, that I hadn't used before. I was switching between the two desks. And yeah, it definitely helped. Yeah, because I mean, with anything in life, and especially with social media, like your your viewers don't want things to look stagnant. Absolutely, you know, stagnant is no fun. Like just the same thing over and over again. That's not that's not cool. It's boring, which is basically boring, the second yeah. thing that I wanted to point out. Like that's one of the disadvantages of having everything match so much is that it can look stale and just boring. Yeah. <laughs> Even I get bored at my own stuff if I'm like, man, oh, it's the same thing too. again, right? I do too. And I think as creators, I, it's important for us not to be bored. Yeah. Right? For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just think uh, it's, it's- I a, think that's one of the main reasons that I have kind of switched from Instagram. I'm not really from Instagram to YouTube, but I'm kind of trying to gear my content more to YouTube is because I was getting bored with Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. I completely understand that. <laughs> yeah. Um. One of the, I think the biggest disadvantage though, personally speaking, I think is that having, like if you were to obsess over your grid consistently, it just, you're putting a box, you're putting yourself mm -hmm. in a box basically. You're limiting yourself, you're limiting your content, limiting your content, limiting your, your creative expression. And that is not a good feeling. So no. now imagine like, like you're excited posting stuff, sharing stuff on Instagram, and then you experience something new. Like as people, 
we like to experience new things. And then when mm-hmm. we experience new things, we you get we get excited over it and then you share it. But how are you supposed to share something if it doesn't match the rest of your grid, right? Like it's such a yeah. such a shame, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. and then you start to think like, okay, so do I do I post this or not? And I've definitely had a lot of instances like that. And I don't know if you, you have you have you mm-hmm. experienced that too? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. No, it it's not sucks. because, and I actually, I didn't post it, but I had really good pictures of my kids that I wanted to post and I edit, they were outside. So of course it looked differently than what, you know, something that I usually post, but it was edited in the normal, like Chelsea fashion. It was dark and moody and it was just really good pictures of my kids. And I didn't post it because I didn't want to break the grid. I shared it to my stories though. So it, it got out there. But <laughs> I think sharing that has been my uh, way of using the stories, honestly. The stuff yeah, that I didn't, too. right? Like the, the stuff that I didn't, um, I didn't want to share on my feed, like because it's mm-hmm. going to break it. I would share it in my stories, which is fine. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. that gets rid of that last problem, but which is you can feel very limited to what you can share or post. But I'm starting to reframe my mind like differently. Like I, I want to, I want to be able to post on my feed just however I want, right? Because I yeah. think, I think it just adds like a, um, just like a, 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 a paints a bit a better picture of who you are. Mm-hmm. I think, like for example, this is just I'm honestly just curious, Chelsea, and there's no right or wrong answer to to this. But going back, you think you post those pictures of your kids? Or would you still try to keep your grid consistent? I think I would now for sure. Cause I'm, <laughs> I don't want to say I'm over it, but I'm just like, you know, it's, it's my Instagram. Like I feel like the photos were still good enough to go on there. It's not that they weren't good enough. I think I, at the time I was just so focused on having just my office. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like now I think I probably would. Just, yeah. Throw them up there. Isn't it interesting how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> suddenly you change and th- n- nothing really changed other than, you know what? I just feel like it now. Mm-hmm. Because you realize that, like okay, yeah, like, no one's telling me I can't. Yeah. Right. And it's not like brands aren't going to work with me because I have a very well lit, very good edited photo of my children on my Instagram. Like it's not going to ruin my, my career as a exactly. content creator. It's still creating content. It's mm-hmm. just different than what usually is is going on. But you know, Michael told me one time, he said, Chelsea, do you, this is when we first started working together. He said, Chelsea, do you want to be the desk person? I was like, oh no, absolutely (laughs) not. And then he's like, well, you got to start breaking the grid. He's like, you got to go into other things that you like, like photography or like behind the scenes of filmmaking. And he's like, you don't want to get just looped into that, that box of the desk person. You're like, and I was like, oh, you're totally right. I hate that. Like, don't don't yeah. ever say that again. <laughs> yeah, because that's that was my problem. And sometimes yeah. it still is. Like when, yeah, mine too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I've even introduced myself as like, oh yeah, I'm Michael, I'm the desk guy. The desk guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds so weird. But yeah, so having talked about these advantages and disadvantages, maybe a lot of people are wondering, so what what is the the proper way, right? Like what is the the thing that we need to do? I honestly think, Chelsea, I think it's good to match your grid as best as you can. But that shouldn't be like your end-all be-all. Like 
try to break the grid as much as possible. And, you know, yeah. you've heard both of us talk about breaking the grid. And basically, that's just that <laughs> just means posting something that's completely different. And it's like, yeah. it almost like sticks out like a sore thumb, right? Yeah. But the, one of the advantages of doing that is it introduces or adds another dimension to your brand or personality, just like what Chelsea mentioned, right? Suddenly, she's just not the desk person. Suddenly, she's also a filmmaker, a photographer, a mom, and just like everything that she really is. And then mm -hmm. I imagine that makes you feel a lot better. And that makes you mm -hmm. excited to share more about your life and your posts. And people resonate with that. Yeah, so they I, relate to it. Exactly. Because then you become a person that they can relate to. You're not just the the person that has a really fancy desk or a really nice, well-lit room in their house. You're now a person who struggles with the same things that they do. Mm -hmm. You know, you also had to climb a hill to become the person that you are. Exactly. And I think that's the most important thing on social media is being able to be relatable. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Because even if you were trying to sell something, um, like if someone like, say, for example, I don't know, like think of it like an A-list or celebrity and selling and then going to Walmart. <laughs> it just it just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? If, if yeah. Walmart is selling, is wanted people to go to their stores, they would probably not um, hire an A-list celebrity to go shop yeah. at Walmart because they need someone that is relatable to their customers, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And they it, know an A-lister is not going to roll up in a Walmart. No. I mean, maybe not. they will, but I feel like not. I am not an A-lister and I avoid Walmart like it is the absolute plague. Right. I hate Walmart. It's disgusting to I'm me. I'm afraid of Walmart. <laughs> I am too. Which is really funny, Chelsea, because I was just watching it. Uh, my wife and I were having this discussion yesterday. And just this morning, I was watching a, a special on, on YouTube. It was like by CNBC or something mm -hmm. uh, talking about Costco and how Costco <laughs> is actually really smart because what they did was yeah. they basically um, told their customers, all right, you can shop at our stores, but you have to pay us first. You have to pay us to get in here. <laughs> but what does it make you feel, though? Suddenly you feel like um, you're important. Like Yeah, you... like not everyone can do this. Exactly. I've got the card, y'all. Exactly. I can go to Costco. <laughs> and suddenly, and then you're maybe thinking like, oh, it's so exclusive because you have to be a member. You paid God. for it. And then you get there. You're like, yeah, it's not going to be as crowded as Walmart. Oh, not true. It is so crowded. <laughs> it's so crowded. Suddenly, it's so like Walmart. But... It's, it's, it's just amazing, right? Like how, yeah. how people perceive things just like differently just because of a little card. And I actually yeah. just found out this morning that apparently Costco makes most of their profit through the membership. And that's why they have awesome no services. Kidding. Yeah, they have awesome um, return policies. They have awesome like other services. Like you can get your ice checked now. You can buy tires. You can buy groceries. You can, you can buy everything at Costco. Yeah, and it's crazy. And they're making all their customers and employees really happy. Because yeah. the happier they are, the more likely customers will renew their memberships because that's how they make their money. Not even yeah, through, yeah. like, they barely have any, um, they barely make any profit uh, on the uh, the markups for their products because they're already cheap, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that is actually pretty smart. Anyway, we went yeah. on a tangent. We, we kind of did. We kind of did. <laughs> but okay. that's us. Yeah, sorry. But um, yeah, what else do you think, Chelsea, would be the advantage of... Um, of breaking the grid? Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I said in the beginning, um, it adds another dimension to your personality. Um, what else can you think Truth. of? 
uh, important posts can stand out from the rest of your content. So if you have something that stands out like a sore thumb, I know Michael mentioned that, that can easily catch one of your viewers' eyes. Be like, oh, this is different. Oh, I, I'm actually interested in this. So that is actually probably one of the most important things of breaking the grit is having something stand out because you also pull in new followers that way. Absolutely. Oh, this is something new. This is something we haven't seen from her. Look, she knows how to do more things than just photograph her desk. Yeah. And yeah, like even your face, like if you put your face on there, because it's like mm-hmm. desk, 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 Chelsea. They're like, yeah. wait a minute, who is this? And then they click and then they suddenly find out that, oh, she's also, she also has kids and she also mm-hmm. does this and that. So like Chelsea said, you're attracting new people. And you're also making yourself more relatable to your current followers, mm-hmm. which is what everyone wants, I think. Absolutely. Right? Um, yes. I think it also broadens your creativity because you're not, suddenly you're not limited to just like, you're not stressing over um, yeah. what to post, basically. It's like, you can post whatever you want. And yeah, I think it's can... a great feeling, right? It's just, no one's telling me, like Chelsea and I hate having bosses. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. Chelsea's the worst, you guys. <laughs> so it's like for for someone um, to impose like this this made up rule that I can't post anything else. It's so stressful for me. And then you realize mm-hmm. that wait a minute, I'm the one who's imposing that rule on myself. So if you break that grid, like you kind of break off of that mindset and you break away from that mindset, and it feels so good. So I think that's one of my favorite um, points as to why you might want to consider breaking your grid every now and then. True. I, I have a, a funny story. Um, the very first time I broke the grid, I did a flat lay on my white desk, which I had never done before. And it was of something that was completely different than I'd ever done. And I had a friend of ours reach out and he's like, you broke the grid. And I was like, yep. And now I'm going to do it even more because you just called me out on it. <laughs> I, I don't think I wrote I don't think I wrote that to him because I'm much nicer than that. <laughs> I'm sure if you did, he'll just laugh though. He would have, <laughs> yeah. he would have. But I did write like, oh no, I broke the grid and like probably a crying face or something. <laughs> yeah, It's fun. It's fun. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It, it, That's what um, I was going to say. Yeah. I think and it brings back the, yeah, the enjoyment of posting on Instagram because sometimes it gets too um, crazy that you feel like you're just working. And that we don't want that. Yes. I struggle with that often. When I find myself in stressful situations over social media, I'm like, this is why I chose this career path is so I didn't feel like I was working and stuck in this creative box. Like I'm doing this as a freelancer so I can be free to create. Mm -hmm. But when you feel like you have to stick with one theme all the time, you feel boxed in. You feel like you're losing your creativity. Yeah. Nobody wants sure. that. Nobody wants no. that. No, so no, I, th- no. I think that's that's pretty much it. Like those are the main points that we've known, we've learned over the years. Um, whether, you know, if maybe just to think about like if you need to stress over posting something that matches the grid or not. Um, I think in conclusion, uh, having a theme has certain advantages to help solidify your brand style. It also makes your content more recognizable, especially to the people that already follow you. But it can be very limiting in terms of content and creativity. So if you're feeling a little stale, maybe even tired of having to post the same thing over and over again, consider breaking the grid. I mean, experiment and have fun. It's your grid. It's your content. The people who appreciate your work will most likely appreciate another side of you that they've never seen. 
And this can just be a good opportunity for, for new people to discover you. Wouldn't you agree, Chelsea? I would absolutely agree. Very well said, Michael. I think that sums our entire episode up just perfectly. Thank you. I um, read that because <laughs> <laughs> I read it. I read the script. People are like, wow, Michael's not even stumbling right now. Look I'm, at Michael. Because I no, read it. You, <laughs> you guys, don't be afraid to break the grid. I mean, with anything in life. I feel like I, I keep saying that over and over, but with anything in life, just absolutely. change it up. Change it up. Completely the agree. Yeah. You'll Don't be, be afraid. Fine. You'll like it. You'll, you'll, you you'll, will. at first it'll be like, whoa, what am I doing? But you will enjoy it. I promise Even you. Even Peter McKinnon has broken his grid this year. He last year was like the dark theme this year. He's going with a white theme. So oh, is that if right? you don't want, if you don't want to listen to Michael and I, I guess, listen to Peter McKinnon. Yeah, exactly. I Ob guess. Observe, observe what other people are doing. Yes. You might be surprised. All right, Chelsea, that's awesome. It was a really nice, quick little um, little topic there. And I think um, hopefully people will find some value in it. Um, I think we have some news. Is that correct? We absolutely do. All right. Good afternoon, Michael, and thank you for that wonderful explanation of why you should break your grid. Now to a little more exciting news. Apple has recently made their AirPods Pro go on discount. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Usually the AirPods Pro are $250. Currently, you can get them for $200 or $209, I think I saw. But if Apple has taught us anything, if they put something on sale, that means a new product is probably about to launch. I know. So what do we do? Do we buy the, the um, Apple AirPods Pro, the old ones, I guess they can say? No, they came out like, what, two years ago? About two years ago. I think they're Or old. do we wait and see what else they, they come out with? Ah, uh, you see, this is the dilemma that people are always <laughs> having to face. Especially with Apple, because they love to do that to us. I can already picture it, Chelsea, like... The new product comes out and everyone's excited and then you'll see yeah. in the comments as well like i just got the old airpods <laughs> they were on sale and i, I know like oh, sad face I yeah know. unfortunately but that's uh, the nature of things so you have to kind of time it right sometimes right you and do this is why we're giving you the news so that you can decide and just in case you're buying the new airpods wait maybe <laughs> maybe if you want or if you like being different than everyone else and keeping the old stuff uh-huh exactly that too there do that go. too. That's good. That's a good tip. Yeah. We do have some Instagram news. We do. Um, my colleague sent over last night and I was supposed to read, but I didn't. <laughs> um, Instagram is stopping some people from posting feed photos to stories. How do you feel about that, Michael? Right. Me That's too. how I feel about it. Yeah. Why would they disable the ability to share and reshare posts from your feeds to stories as part of a tab? Why would they do that? I was just reading the I don't know. first well, line there. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just it's just market research for them, right? Like they want to see how much yeah. engagement they they just want to see a, a better picture of their um, analytics. I think so. They want to see how much people are actually engaged in a. I guess in a post without having people share it through their stories. Cause I do it. Like whenever I have a new post, um, I share it to my, um, my stories 
I just so because a lot of people just scroll through stories right and yeah. i mean i'm one of those like i some of my friends when i'm scrolling through the stories and then i see one of my friends post a new post like all right i'll click on their post and i'll read it so it does, i do that all the time right? i'm more likely to see a new post within a story than i am just from through like searching feed. things yeah. yeah actually that's so that's very true so I hope we don't get it here. I think they're just testing it in certain countries, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, you know, Instagram, they test a lot of things that we don't ever see here. Yeah. Um, much like when they talked about taking away the view count. or The, the likes. The likes, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, I have some I friends mean, that, in Australia who, are, who who lost it. Australia, I think, or New Zealand. I, I can't remember which one. Canada, too, right? I know oh, is I that had right? some in Canada. I don't know. Okay. It might have might not have been. Uh, the rest of the, I guess the rest of the world is the guinea pig, are the guinea pigs. That sucks. <laughs> I know, that sucks. <laughs> For them. <laughs> well, that's... Oh, Instagram. Uh, I know. Oh, Instagram. Is that it for the news? I think that is, that sums it up, Michael. Thank oh, you so much. Congratulations, Chelsea. You did that very, very well. trying out my anchor voice. Did you, <laughs> was it terrible? No, no, it was good. It was good. Your voice always sounds good. Mine is like... It's like, who is that child with Chelsea? Is that one yeah. of her kids? She's making a lot of noise in the background. Started a podcast with, <laughs> with uh, my child. I do have a shout out, Michael. Mm -hmm. um, our friend, um, Michael Evans, which on Instagram, his Instagram handle is I am Michael Evans. You guys, he is the sweetest, kindest person I think I've ever met through social <laughs> media. He, oh, he's so sweet. He dedicated an entire post to me on for his grid and was just saying how I've inspired him and how much, you know, him seeing my content, you know, inspired him to create his own content. And I was almost in tears. It was so sweet. So it was very nice. Yeah. Did you read it? I did read it. Yeah. It yeah. was very nice. So I want to invite you guys as our listeners to go and follow him on Instagram. A lot of you probably listening already know who he is, but mm -hmm. if you don't, Go check out his content. It's incredible. And he is just so kind. He has actually blown past me in followers. And I'm so happy for him. He deserves everything. And you know what's uh, what's also amazing about him is that he, in the beginning, like you'll see all of his content is like, um, it's almost like the same. Mm -hmm. And what's amazing is that he's he's not shy and although he considers himself an introvert, he's not shy to show himself he show himself on his stories or even his mm -hmm. feed. And he he really talks about like everything in a, a very genuine way, like in his, yes, his captions, his sure. videos. And that's what makes him so relatable. And just like you feel like we're friends, right? Like Chelsea has never yeah. met him in person, but, you know, it's like they're friends already. So For even sure. he would he and I would send um, DMs every now and then we talk about cars and stuff. And it's like I, you know, it's it's like a friend that I've I've known for forever. So yeah, I am Michael Evans exactly. is awesome, and you guys should follow him. You'll see, not just like a designer. You'll see not just like a pretty grid. It's a genuine guy. That's who you'll see, for and sure. that's why a lot of people like his account and just follow him. Absolutely. You should too. But yeah, awesome. That's a that's a really good shout out. So uh, yes, and that is a that is a great way to end our episode with our sweet <laughs> Michael Evans. <laughs> 
Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to hear Michael and I ramble. Don't forget to send in your questions. If you have any, we are kind of bringing that back. We're going to be answering your questions if they relate to the topic or if we find them interesting. So send those on over. Also, if you're listening through iTunes, don't forget to rate and subscribe and leave us a comment because Michael likes to obsess and read them. <laughs> he gets do. really sad when you guys don't send them in. So don't forget to send in your comments. Yes. Merch. And don't forget the merch. The merch. Oh my God. I almost forgot the merch. Yeah. <laughs> we have Coffee with Creators merch. It's a cup. We have a hat that says on brand, which is super cool. It's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then we have some stickers with mine and Michael's faces on them. Exactly. So. There's a link in the description. You can check that out. And I think until the next one, that's it, you guys. Thanks again for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. And uh, my name's Chelsea. (laughs) And this is Michael. (laughs) Signing off. Bye. Bye.